Hi, I'm Tanzan McNally of Blue Orchids, and you've landed on Planet X every Thursday night at 11.30 on Community Radio 3CR. Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by The Blue Orchids are a melodic and edgy combo that formed in Manchester in 1979 when Martin Brahma decided to quit the fall after playing on the band's debut album, Live of the Witch Trials. The current incarnation of the Blue Orchids are Martin Brahma, guitar and vocals, Vince Hunt, bass, Howard Jones on drums, John Paul Moran, keyboard, and Tansy McNally, electric ukulele. Recorded in the middle of a pandemic, Speed the Day contains 10 slabs of indie psychedelic punk rock, including a version of Chicago's 25 or 6 to 4. It's a joy to be able to present the new album by such a legendary band, and there's another reason too. The latest member to join the Blue Orchids is ex-3CR presenter Tansy McNally, whose cool show, Rebellious Jukebox, was a highlight for three years every Sunday night. She was a huge Fall fan, and her program was named after a song from Live of the Witch Trials. Tansy moved back to the UK in 2019 and with incredible synchrodestiny was asked to join the Blue Orchids, accompanied by her custom-made Jaguar electric ukulele and contributing the cover art for the Speed the Day album. The Blue Orchids were christened by John Cooper Clark, signed to Rough Trade, championed by journalists Barney Hoskins and Paul Morley and the late great DJ John Peel before touring with Echo and the Bunnymen and the Velvet Underground's Nico as backing group and support act. Martin Brahma and Tansy McNally from the Blue Orchids are here to introduce their album Speed the Day on and this one's introduced by with Paul Elliott on Planet X on 3CR. So I suppose this is you got to delve into the history of Blue Orchids. Okay, so this is Martin Brahma coming to you from England. Tonight we're going to play uh, the new Blue Orchids album, Speed the Day. Blue Orchids started in the um, end of 79 originally when I left the uh, UK band The Fall, fronted by Marky e. Smith, um, which I helped to start. And then when I left, I started this band, Blue Orchids, which has been going on and off ever since, you know. It's a long should, story. Well, since we should mention the current lineup as well. Yeah, the current lineup is uh, John Paul Moran on keyboards, Vince Hunt on bass, Howard Jones on drums, Tansy McNally on Me. electric ukulele, yes. and myself on guitar and vocals. So there you have it. So this first track is Deeper Than Sin. Yeah, so that's um, that's a song that's actually been uh, floating around for years. I wrote that song um, back in the days before the fall, that the band I started with Marquis Smith back here in Blighty um, and somehow it went under the radar I've just had it in a notebook for ages and I just decided to rework it and bring it up to date and uh, it was working really well with this lineup and uh, you know it's a great opening track so 
what made you decide to as I haven't asked you that what mm. made you decide to bring it back up um it just seemed the time was right I, I was looking through notebooks and was looking at the words and um it kind of just uh, struck a chord with me that we, I should really do something with this and it, you know it turned out really well so mm. yeah I'm assuming it was a lot different to the first time you recorded it your, your original intention I mean was a lot different yeah 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 mm. I know. I gave had a fresh look at it, you know. The lyrics are the same, but the music's kind of moved on, you know. As it would. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. did from memory, you you guys didn't hadn't played that before I joined. Is that right? I can't remember. Was that one of the ones that we were literally up in the brought, brought it in at the rehearsal, your yeah. first rehearsal? Yeah. Yeah. So it was new to everybody when you started playing it. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize that until a lot later. Mm. I quite enjoyed playing that one actually. Yeah, it's cool. It's quite fun. Yeah.
second song on the album, Lucky Speaks. There's a good backstory to this. Yeah, yeah. I wrote this song with um, a Russian guy called Max Nafiv, who um, we, we were just communicating via email. He's a, a singer-songwriter in a band called The Stereo Films out in Russia. And um, he asked me if I had any words that he could use. And so uh, I, I just, uh, off the cuff, wrote these words, basically, in answer. You know, because um, words are the hardest part. And so I thought I'd explain that to him. <laughs> and he ran with it and wrote this song, so uh, it turned out really well. Yeah. Well, that's it, and you weren't going to put that on the album. Not originally, no. But he did such, it, you know, the music he, he wrote for the, those words uh, was so uh, appealing. You know, I just wanted to give it a go myself. Mm. I, I just fancied trying to sing, you know, to sing it because he's got a very distinctive, uh, heavily uh, accented, you know, Russian, Russian voice. It yeah. doesn't sound like he's speaking in English. So I thought I'd, I'd give it the old Frank Sinatra treatment. That's it, and I convinced you to give it a shot. <laughs> you did indeed, yeah. I did. Yeah. So sure everyone idea. seems to like that one. I wasn't sure about it once we released it, to be honest. Yeah, first I've heard. Well, no, I mean I liked it, but it seemed like it's it's very kind of compared to the others, it's a bit more conventional, isn't it? But it's it sounds good. It's more radio friendly, maybe, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah, but yeah. Especially as we're on the radio. Yes, that's true. Mm. Yeah, good song. Yeah.
Right, so the next one is Classy Fella, which uh, I actually wrote in response to a number of uh, email criticisms I was receiving about my behaviour <laughs> online, basically. Um, and I thought I'd show just how classy I was by turning the, this criticism into a song. It works really well. The lyric, I, I like the lyrics. I've always liked the lyrics for this one. Yeah, I do. They're quite, they're kind of, they're, they're really humorous, although they're supposed to be serious. Well, yeah, they were intended as a serious critique of my behaviour, but, um, you know, I've, I've turned it around, I've taken the advice, mm. and I've turned it into a, a little uh, pop classic, a gem. Yeah, was this, I'm trying to think, was this wasn't the one that people were saying was like T-Rex, was it? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. In all the cruises. I do like this one as well, I enjoy playing this one too. It's a nice kind of laid back, and it's got some nice moments in it, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm very pleased with it. It's kind of my uh, doo-wop song. Nah, the doo-wop song with no doo-wops. There's a doo-wop at the very beginning. That's true, there is. <laughs> Which you added last minute.
So how did you write the lyrics for this song? Well, as you know, Tansy, this is a cover version of the Chicago <laughs> classic, 25 or 6 to 4. Yes, which I hadn't heard until you sent me it. Okay. Well, it was a big hit in America mm-hmm. back in the 1970 or 69. Late 60s, like early, yeah, something yeah, like, early 70s, something like that. Anyway, our keyboard player, John Paul Moran, suggested we cover this. It was an unlikely choice, but um, I, I wanted to take it somewhere else. So that, you know, the original is kind of very... Um, it's very West Coast American. It's very mm. kind of up. And I want to, uh, having reread the lyrics, I want to um, bring it back to the kind of claustrophobic feel of the, the actual lyric. And so our take on it is, is much more kind of, as I say, claustrophobic and, and intense. And a bit manic. And more kind of East Coast if you're in America, which mm. we're not. But. Well, that's it. I remember I intentionally made sure not to listen to the song too much mm. before we actually learnt it because... I mean, it's good, but after listening to our version a lot more, I tend to prefer that one because I just think the original is just too drawn out. It goes for too long. There's too much brass music. The, yeah, the guitar yeah. solo gets a bit boring after and just guitar three solos. minutes. Yeah, that's the West Coast thing yeah. at the time. We should yeah. slag it off, yeah. really, though. Well, no. <laughs> it was <laughs> a perverse choice, but we made it our own. So that's good. We made it shorter and better. Yeah, people like it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Against the 
this is number five on the album, Street of Flowers. Yeah. Um, yeah, this started out as a kind of a, a musical exercise. I wanted to write something in uh, with a 13-time beat, you know, just to uh, mess with the drummer's head, really. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'd, I'd visited this old ruined abbey in Wales called Strasse Florida, which is Latin for Street of Flowers. So that was the start of the inspiration for the words. And it's it's kind of an odd song. I'm I'm really happy with it because it's kind of a very original piece of writing, if I say yeah. so myself. Uh, it's unusual. It's quite a soft and psychedelic song. Mm. And um, I think you know, I'm really uh, pleased with the outcome on this one. Well, it's a very unassuming song, but it's um, I think there's a lot to it. It it seems really quiet and um, like you know, very uncomplicated, but it actually is. I remember trying to learn this mm. at home in London. Yeah. It was doing my head in. Well, I hated this song for a very long time, to be honest. And now it's fine. I, I, I enjoy playing it because it's got that nice repetition. And you just get lost in it. It's well, quite nice. The challenge is to make it sound natural to the casual listener. Mm. But if you actually try and play along with it, you suddenly realise it's a really odd time signature yeah. and it's uh, difficult for musicians. But um, I don't want it to sound difficult to the listener. That's And that was the, the kind of art involved. You know, There's a lot of maths under the surface. Mm. Well, I think we nailed it. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. Get your careworn coat Cast it from you Leave behind The world and all its powers Ah, on the street of flowers Ah, if you come to me 
track six. The one that everyone says sounds like can. What lies beneath? Indeed, what does lie beneath? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a noir movie theme in a can style, you might say. Mm. It's turned out that way. It grew out of a, a band jam originally. Mm. I mean, this has got a real groove. It's a, it's a great song to sit in the middle of the album, I think. It just drives through to the next phase of the record. Because mm. side two's got a very different feel. It's more of a continuous uh, you know, thing going on from track to track. Uh, and this is the sort of start of side two if it was on vinyl. Because well, so, I think this, is, this one was, if we're looking at the track listing, this is the first one that's leads off with all the more improvised so, sort of songs. That's what it? I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. I remember trying to, I remember figuring this out. I, again, this is another one I struggled with trying to find a way in, but I remember being at rehearsal during break, during, during a break, sitting on the floor, and I think Howard and Vince just started jamming it together, and then I finally found a way in, which was great, just casually sitting on the floor. Yeah. So I always like to sit down when I play this one, even though I don't. I always get tempted just to sit down because it feels a lot more <laughs> comfortable <laughs> rather than standing trying Whatever to concentrate. Whatever works for you. Yeah. But it's good. It's groovy. It is groovy. In a dark kind of way. From his mountain fastness, he seems to know when the war seems over, there's more to go.
Hi, I'm Martin Brahma from Blue Orchids, and you're listening to And This One's Introduced By, where the artist introduces tracks from their album here on 3CR. So the next one is uh, Like a Clockwork Orange. Um, this is quite an intense song, I think. It's uh, ambiguous lyrically. Um, well, the idea of... I was taking the idea of a Clockwork Orange back to its original meaning... Um, pre the book and the movie and everything. A club of orange is like something that seems sweet and uh, pleasant on the outside, but on the inside is um, something cold and mechanical. So um, it's like a, a creature with no soul, you might say. A club of orange. So, um, yeah, the song is very soulful with that breakdown in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Soulful. Hmm. Well, no, I'm going that yeah, far, well, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, there's an interesting breakdown in the middle of the song, which Tansy just referred to, um, where I insisted everybody play out of time and out of tune for as long as possible and just create this um, kind of soup of sound. Mm. And then the challenge was to um, come back in uh, and end the song in a tidy way in one take. So this is, we're all, throughout this album, we're playing live in the studio, by the way, and that goes for this song too. So this whole, and cacophony in the middle is improvised and live. So, mm. again, you know, check it out. Just shows how tight we are. It's Enjoy, good. yeah.
Yeah, the next one is the Pebble. Yeah. Which I like because it's one I can rest on because I'm not really doing much playing on this. Yeah, you, you <laughs> play a part. Well, less is more, I think. That's what's good about it. There is a lot yeah, of space to this. So it's nice and yeah. airy in a way. Yeah. It's nice yeah. in that respect. Well, yeah, this is um, kind of a concept piece. It's one of the longer tracks. Um, I was kind of putting myself in the role of um, a fighter pilot with uh, suppressed memories. It, well, he's actually a drone pilot, so he's, he's like remotely causing all this trauma and torture and death in other countries, and then just going home from the office like a normal day, but this is all building up in his subconscious, and then it all comes out when he drops a pebble in a pond, he suddenly um, he sees it as a bomb dropping, you know, on a village. And, uh, you know, so it's all, all this pouring out of all, all these kind of subconscious traumas and associations. Mm. Although that's not that apparent from the listening to the lyric, but I've just given you the backstory now, so you're clued in. So, um, yeah. And this is another more improvised one as well. Was it? Uh, well, it is. Of yeah, well, in, it is in, yeah, in a way. Yeah, not maybe not so much as the other one. Well, there's a structure, but everybody just uh, jammed along and found their own parts within. Yeah. So it all slots together quite nicely. Yeah. Just a two chord song. C minor six and C major six. If anyone's, in, if yeah, anyone's interested and in. they want to play along. Yeah, join in out there. <laughs>
the next one, Meet the Maker. Yeah. Another one I enjoy. Actually, I enjoy I say it. Oh, another one I enjoy playing. I like playing all of them, to be fair. Yeah. Well, this was a band composition again. This was, mm. came out of a, the band just jamming in rehearsals, um, which is always a good way to write. Uh, one of many ways of writing, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, this is the theme on side two. This, this, it's kind of a, a groove. Controlled uh, chaos. Yeah, there's some nice moments of uh, improvised chaos. Um Touching on like again East Coast American music, maybe television and the the voidoids and things like that from the seventies. Which isn't intentional. It just kind of worked out that it's way. It's just in my DNA, I think. Yeah. But again, yeah, everyone says there's always good interplay in the um mm. guitar and ukulele, which is quite good. Yeah. You can't really. It's hard to. It's hard to get it at your head and try not to replicate it because it's different mm. every time. Which is, mm. I suppose, the strong point of the song. It's never the same twice, which can be a good and a bad thing.
and the last one. This is this is the song that I notice that a lot of people get back to me about. A lot of people really like this song, and I'm not surprised because I like. I think out of all the lyrics that you've written for this album, I think these lyrics are my favourite. Well, this is the last song I wrote actually for the session. Um, yeah, yeah. I um, I, I the, the title kind of speaks for itself. I wanted to imagine life in, in a hundred years from now, you know, but not in the cliched way of the space age future because we we're already kind of past that, you know. So um, I, I was just trying to have a fresh look at what the future might be like, you know, kind of whimsical way, just a flight of fancy, you know. Um, I like to think it's kind of maybe slightly touches on a, a kinks influence maybe mm -hmm. that's the way i was feeling about it so it's kind of light-hearted but it's rocking have no fear yeah enjoy i keep saying that enjoy <laughs> hopefully they enjoy i don't know yeah just do as you're told <laughs> buy the album <laughs> get a <the> message <laughs> been listening to Blue Orchids members Martin Brahma and Tansy McNally introduce the songs from the new album Speed the Day with me Paul Elliott on and this one's introduced by on Planet X 
on 3CR. And as Barney Hoskins said, there is an economy of love and yearning in every chord, vocal or instrumental, that breaks from the aching heart of the Blue Orchid sound. We have some more time, and so here are two earlier Blue Orchids tracks. First, a version of The House That Faded Out from a John Peel session found on the album From Severe to Serene, followed by the bouncy-sounding A Good Day to Live from the Once and Future Thing album. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
Today's a good day to live. 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 We came down from the high ground. for listening to an episode of and this one's introduced by i'm dr gonzo and i'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on this one's introduced by catch you next time Hi, I'm Martin Brahma from Blue Orchids. Please support Community Radio 3CR and find out more here at 3cr.org.au.